Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with an episode in self-care featuring our special guest, Christina. She's going to join us in a little bit to talk about self-care. Um, what is exactly self-care? How do we do it? Um, and how do we get to it? But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So the beginning of this week on Monday, I got my second COVID shot. So as Maggie calls it, I am now two dosed. Double vax. Double, double vax. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. And um, we heard about Maggie's experiences last week. So I was traumatized. I was absolutely scared to go get my shot. But nothing happened. It was honestly better than my first shot. I had a sore arm that was no worse than the first time. And now it's just if I punch my arm really, really hard, it hurts. You so hard on the arm myself I just want to just see if it was still bad it's it, it's fine like I, I can raise it I worked out yesterday I did like shoulder press it's completely okay yeah yeah I didn't work out for like the whole week when I got my vaccines because I was like so sick and so weak yeah so tell us how your experience was on a scale of Wanda to Maggie to Maggie <laughs> oh you're not asking me <laughs> No, that was a weird question for me. Wanda. <laughs> no, that was not directed to you, but you meant the royal you. Yeah, but like, Audience. yeah, but I appreciate you like setting the tone. Like now you're like you've set the example about how you should answer it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's kind of funny. Um, I mean, I'm happy you don't have any side effects. You don't seem very I, happy. I wish you suffered with me a little bit. Like misery loves company, but like I'm I'm glad it's all good. Now we're both double vaxxed. Yeah, I texted Maggie immediately and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I can lick a doorknob. I feel so secure and so safe. I'm not going to. I was never going to. But you know, it was a thought that counts. Yeah, still wear your mask, people. Um, I guess stick to Ontario regulations and everything. We've done a a couple patios, actually. We've done a couple double dates, which has been fun. Yeah. That's my quarantine update that we did a couple of double dates and I thought that was fun. Thanks. Sorry. What do you have going on? <laughs> That's it. That's my quarantine update. I have nothing else going on. Wow. Okay. It's a bo- it's been a boring week for Maggie. Yeah. I mean, I really like those double dates. I thought that was fun. Like the all you can eat sushi place. I've been dreaming about that sushi place for a long time. This place in Kitchener is called Kinkaku Izakaya. It is the best sushi that I've ever had because they have the salmon carpaccio and I've been dreaming about it for the past we went last year since for a year now I've been thinking about it and then after we eat it I feel like I got like post sushi sadness because I'm like damn it I should have like stuffed my face more or like should have gotten a container or something yeah I did not want to shame Maggie but she did text me on Monday being like hey what's up what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go get my COVID shot at lunch. And she's like, oh, okay, never mind. And I was like, why? And she's like, oh, I wanted to get all you can eat sushi again. It was, that was probably like four days after Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, four days after. It was post sushi sadness. That's a thing, people. Did you like our double dates? I did. Yeah. I think they're really fun. It's really fun to bully two of you instead of just one. Bully me. <laughs> About how much you can eat and how warped your perception of how much you can eat is. I mean, 
I still feel like I could do a food eating contest. A few years ago, there was this whole Not years ago. This was literally last year, Wanda. This was last year. Really? This was this was Jordan's birthday last year in September. Yeah, but like, okay, maybe the challenge has been around longer for, than that. But anyways, apparently last year there was a trend going on that people were trying to eat six Popeyes biscuit sandwiches, biscuit biscuits um and those things are very salty and very dry i will eat one and i will die of dehydration maggie was like oh my god this is so easy i don't understand why more or people can't do it i could totally do this so anyways she hasn't had a biscuit in a very long time on jordan's birthday last year she decided to have one she took one bite and she was like oh my god this is so dry and salty i cannot do this and she gave the rest to our friend Pravi. She still thinks that she can do it. If given enough proper mouth lubrication, I think I could do it. I could do it. I swear. Anyways, thank you for that story time. No problem. It was your story. I'm just telling it. <laughs> okay. What is your beef or crush of the week? So I woke up this morning and I was mad because for some reason... Well, I now know the reason, but I didn't at the time. Bill Cosby is now out of jail. He served three years in a potentially 10-year sentence. And the kicker is he did not get out because he did not. Com- he was like, there was some issue. He didn't commit the crime or something. He did commit the crime. That's not why he got out. Why he got out was because of a procedural error where the... I think it was like the attorney general before this one had promised Bill Cosby that they would not arrest him if he uh, infringed on something. Basically, this written deal happened, but they couldn't find it in writing. And it was technically not legal to have him arrested and charged for this crime. Not because he didn't do it, because he did. And now he's like, oh, it's such a great day for like everyone. It's such a great day for black people. There's so much like injustice in like the legal system and everything. I'm like, yes, that is true. But (laughs) this was not a case of injustice. (laughs) Not for you. Like, I understand that like, yes, it was not fair for them to, I guess, lock him up for having promised him that they wouldn't lock him up. But at the same time, he did do the crime, and he should do the time. Poetic injustice. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, uh, this isn't like, it doesn't mean that Brittany is not going to be out of her conservatorship, but um, I think it was not immediately granted such that her father could stop being her conservator so that case is still going to be ongoing let britney out put bill cosby back in yeah what the hell like it's it's very ridiculous like it goes to show that women really have like very little control of their bodies and any say america's just like you know what you're a woman fuck you that's, yeah. that's basically what it is right now for yeah. britney like the things that came out the things she says it was like it like chilled me to my very core like my blood was boiling for her like it, it like it scared me did it not scare you too like <laughs> reading the i don't know how else to explain it but i was really like oh my god this is terrifying like i'm so glad she finally got to speak out about this in court um or else i was gonna like i knew about the documentary going on but i was still like oh you know it's all hearsay like you don't know what actually goes on 
But then when she came out of it, I was like, holy shit, there is always a little bit of truth behind every documentary. It's a documentary. I hope there's more than a little bit of truth. I don't know if I trust them completely because like Brittany said, like the documentary made her really upset. I was like, oh, in what way? Is it true? Is it a lie? What is it? But now I know it was all true. Yeah, I laughed because you said it chilled me to the core and then you said it makes my blood boil. So I just thought it was really funny. (laughs) I'm very hot and cold. (laughs) Um, I'm not laughing at the fact of what's happening to her. I like I 100% agree that she should not be under the grip of her father as like a independent 40 year old woman um, who is literally making millions of dollars that can't even decide when she can have her own kids is terrifying. How was this even legal? Like, how was this legal? <laughs> There's a lot of clips of her like well, I've seen on TikTok, but there are clips of her showing that she's very capable, like more than capable. She was showing her backup to like she was teaching choreography to her dancers and like assembling everything, like showing them where they should go. Like she has a lot of like, I don't know, what's the word? She's very smart. Like she deserves out of this. Like she just went through a couple of bad years, but that doesn't mean like her whole life should be controlled because of that. Yeah. Well, Jay- and his daughter and his whole family really yeah i mean like look at robert downey jr he had some bad years too no one's controlling his life because he's a man yeah anyways what is your beef or crush of the week um i mean i've been putting this beef off for a while and i don't know if it's very topical anymore but my beef is james corden for a little bit um it only recently come out thanks to the tiktok people I was thinking, like, he had a segment on his show called um, Spill Your Guts. Um, And essentially, it's like, you get a celebrity on the table, you have an array of foods there. And the celebrity either has to eat a food or answer the secret or answer the question on the card. And these questions essentially get you to spill, like, your most inner secrets. Things like, um, Kim Kardashian, who do you hate the most or something like that. And if she refuses to answer, she has to eat something on the table. And on the table, it's not, like, bad combinations. They're, like, literally just, like, weird foods. Like, bull testicle, um, pig's blood, a thousand-year-old egg. And these things aren't traditionally white foods, I guess. They're more, like, really niche, like, cultural foods. But because James Corden, being James Corden, thinks that they're, like, super disgusting. And everyone in the audience, like, it was at them. The guest, it was at them. But it's, like hey, I know what durian is. That's not gross. I love durian. And like people will eat some of these foods like in everyday culture. And it feels weird. It's like flashbacks to like bringing your food in for lunch and people like ewing at your food. Um, So that's my beef of the week. Yeah, I guess it's like for the durian, like I feel like that's taking it a little bit too far. Like, yeah, it smells really bad and everything, but like it's still like a really tasty fruit. Like, I don't personally eat it just because I can't get over the smell. But like the other stuff, like like bull brains or like like actual things like that, less I think less common in like everyday cooking, even in like Asian cultures. <laughs> I want to yeah. say so like I guess it's like that I understand like a little little bit like it's unconventional but like things like uh I don't know like cow cheek and cow tongue and all of those things like they're become, becoming pretty common and pretty mainstream so 
If they were served at a Michelin star restaurant, you wouldn't be ooing. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 like the like maybe for testicles, like. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't be ooed if it was a Michelin star restaurant. Although I would. I, one of them was like bird saliva or something, and I don't know if that's a cultural thing, but I feel like I don't I don't know how you get bird saliva. That's kind of gross. I don't think there's actually birds saliva in it. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like the real thing though. Like if it was actually like if a dish was like blah blah topped with like actual bird saliva tm or something like i'd be like mm, i'm gonna stay away from that because i personally do not care about what bird saliva tastes like even if it's like a michelin star restaurant i would be like no thank you please stop this okay maybe i haven't had this before it's from a bird's nest not bird saliva my point still stands like some things i understand like some things like even on like it's like things that you would do on fear factor like eating yeah. things right like that like those i'm like okay like yeah i get it but something like durian i'm like mm, really <laughs> like yeah it smells bad but like don't right. like mm -hmm. put me in coach oh to you want to go and spill your guts how about this i'll just ask you questions <laughs> I have, I don't know what you would ask me. I already overshare with everything new. Yeah, but like, I think it, I don't know. Maybe we'll do that for an episode. We'll give Maggie an array of different animal intestines. And if she doesn't answer a question, she has to eat some of it. This is fair. That would be funny. That would be a good episode. It'd be a good YouTube episode. Yeah. We're taking it over. We're taking over this segment. Um, okay, so our topic today is self-care. We're going to have special guest Christina join us. Okay, so we're here with Christina to talk about, to us about self-care. But before we get started, Christina, do you want to introduce yourself for a little bit? Hi, I'm Christina. I'm a cool gal. That's literally it. Okay, well, what are you doing in September? Uh, I'm going to grad school. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have a two-year program. Doing some fun time, fun things. Well, what exactly are you doing? Something mysterious. <laughs> I don't want people to know about my life. Uh, I'm going in. Uh, I'm doing a master's of arts for sociology, and then I'm specifically streaming in social psych. Which is cool. so cool. Uh, we've had Christina on the show before. Um, she judged us for a little bit when we were doing a celebrity sibling guest game um thanks christina for that but now we want to have her back on for an official chat um but also before we get started christina give us your first impression of each of us okay i can't do for maggie because we have been friends since birth we are first friends fact first friends this yeah our moms are like best friends so we are just friends by default friends by association Nice. Um, people. Yeah, funny. I don't remember. I remember Maggie being like really cool all the time in childhood. Like she always had to prove that she was better than you. Like I would just stand there, like no one asked or anything, but Maggie like always had to brag about why she was number one. And I was like, okay, chill, bro. It's, it's okay. Like I'm just here to play with Barbies. I remember. I think I mentioned like Sweet Life or something to you the other day. And like, oh, yeah, when you were younger, you bragged that you watched all the episodes and knew everything about everyone. And I was yeah. like, why did I brag about that? That's so weird. I didn't even ask. See, no one asked, but you just had to tell me anyway that you've seen all the episodes. And I was like, okay, I'm getting there. I'm almost there. 
had no life. So I it's so I, funny. I also remember Maggie had this Barbie doll and like the movie just came out or something and she was like flexing it so hard and I was like, I don't have I have a brat doll, maybe. <laughs> and it was like, no, it's it's not Barbie, so I'm not interested. That's so funny. This is the first time that someone actually has said something kind of like not perfectly great about Maggie. And I love this because it totally, (laughs) I think it totally fits into her whole like childhood narrative of herself where she was like, oh, I used to get the best grades and everything. I used to be the top of the class. Like I used to be kind of a little bit of a bully and made fun of people. So I'm like, this fits. I, I see the progression. I see how she got there now. I was an asshole as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no one no one from my childhood has come out to to explain this except for Christina. I'm here for the truth. And, and the truth only. See my growth. Man, we should have done like a roasting episode of just Maggie. Like that would have been so great. Oh my god. If there are any other survivors from my childhood, please step forward. We're having a group. We're going to form a Facebook group. Intervention. Gonna... Yep. Yeah. Intervention group. How, how has Maggie hurt you? Please let us know. Have you been personally hurt by Maggie? You may be. Wait, you may Entitled be. to compensation. Yeah. Okay. What was your first impression of Wanda? Uh, last time I met Wanda... I mean, the first time I met Wanda was the last time I was on the podcast, but it was really funny. So the night before I was on the podcast, because I was there for the game, right? So like me and Maggie, the night before, we were like coming up with people, um, celebrities to figure out like uh, for you guys to figure out the age and their Mm -hmm. like sibling thingy. So then I was like, yo, what about Will Smith? Like, that's pretty cool and I don't know what he like if he's a middle child or only child or whatever and then Maggie goes oh Wanda doesn't like Will Smith and I was like how do you not like what like Fresh Prince like this is like he's like the best of the best and then Maggie goes on she's like yeah like Wanda never watches Elf she hates Elf and I was like girl you dumb bitch that's Will Ferrell how dare you mix up Will Smith and Will Ferrell I was so embarrassed because I was like, wow, I don't think I like Wanda then. Because how did you not like Will Smith? But then I was like, wow, okay, we're the same person. And Maggie's just really stupid. Okay, like, I get it, like, Will and Will. But, like, have you seen them? (laughs) (laughs) Like, they look completely different. Like, yes, they're both tall men. But, like, one's black. I think they're so different. I was like, Maggie, how (laughs) can you be like this all the time? Sorry, I don't see color. I was, I was so embarrassed. I do really like Will Smith. I have watched The Fresh Prince like two times. Uh, I do not like Will Ferrell. Um, Same. Not necessarily as a person, yeah. but more so of his like movies. Like I don't like the Will Ferrell type of movies. Yeah, he's too chaotic for me. It's yeah. not for me. But Maggie likes him apparently. I love Elf. I would literally die for Elf. That movie makes no sense to me. Like I, it, it doesn't. Like, it makes sense, like as a kid, maybe like, oh, so quirky, so cute, giant elf eats like all these like bad foods and everything. But like, why do you like it as an adult? It warms me in my heart feelings. So does the Grinch. Home Alone, Home Alone over the Elf. I'm just saying. I watch all of those movies, but Elf is like my go-to movie to watch when I'm wrapping presents. That's very. Wild. That's the wrong answer. Always. 
I don't know what else to say. Um, if you also like Elf, um, let us know in the comments. That's not fair. Like, it's like, yes, Elf is a classic. What about, like, okay, Step Brothers is also a classic, apparently. Like, people use Step Brothers quotes as pickup lines, which is, like, insane to me. I remember watching Step Brothers as a kid with, like, Amy and Sally, and we did not vibe with it. I watched, like, 20 minutes, and I was like, this is so chaotic. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Not my thing. It's very like slapstick humor. No, like late night raunchy humor that I'm like not a fan of. Yeah, I'm like the PG 14, not like the 18. Yeah, I'm a sophisticated buddy. <laughs> you gotta you gotta work for it. You gotta make those like puns and everything. And you gotta like you you gotta make me think a little bit. Like I don't wanna just see like what yeah. is it, balls on a drum set or something? Like that's not funny to me. Yes, Will Smith really makes you think of the humor. That's what I don't want to talk to you anymore. Can I get off the pod? I have to leave. <laughs> we can move on, Maggie. Move on. <laughs> okay, okay. So, to get started, what is self-care to each of you? We'll start with you, Christina. I think it is a check-in on your well-being and kind of realizing it's low, so you have to amp it up <laughs> so yeah so when I say well-being I'm not just saying like mental health I'm saying like your physical and your emotional health too we gotta prioritize all three systems in order for our well-being to feel good if that makes sense <laughs> I don't know if I'm talking wait should we do a warning hi I'm not a professional and I'm never gonna be a professional Please don't take my words seriously. This is all based on experiences of my 22 years of life. Listen, what you said was great. If there was anything bad, we this wouldn't even be part of the podcast. But so far, you're good. That's so um, funny. That was such okay. a good disclaimer. Like, did you just like come up with that at the top of yeah. your head? Because that was so good. That's like literally what I see in like the beginning of like YouTube videos and stuff. We'll start with mental. Every day I meditate. Um, yeah, I try to meditate for 10 minutes. It is so good to focus on your internal world. We are so focused on our external worlds all the time. And there's so much like stimuli in our external world. And we barely focus on the beautiful part inside your brain. We really got to take care of it. And I think meditation has brought me into so many cool, like complex worlds within my body. So I recommend meditation as a great mental self-care thing. Um, in terms of physical, I started exercising a year ago and I like dance with my sister a lot. So that's our way of exercising. She's so lazy, like I love her, but she doesn't want to move ever. So we kind of compromise with dancing. <laughs> um, and then emotional. I journal every day, always am writing about what I do and just any thoughts that I have, whether they're happy, sad, whatever, just whatever I'm thinking of that day. I think that's a great way to analyze like stress levels and how you're feeling and just, yeah, it's a great way to check up and reflect on yourself. You know, make sure you're doing things for you and stuff too. So those are the three main things I do within my three triangle sector thingy what do you guys do 
Well, okay, before we move on, I love that you do all three of those things. I love that you meditate. That's really cool because your dad was bragging about it to me. Like, <laughs> I think he said 20 minutes or like 30 minutes to you. And I'm like, that's... Yeah, he was like, I can't yeah, do that. He's trying to talk to her. She doesn't listen to it all. And then I went into her room afterwards and she was like, hey, do you remember that I was calling for you? And you were like, no, I didn't hear anything. I was like zoned out. And he was like, yeah. because it's like a huge thing in like Buddhist culture. If you can meditate. And I'm not religious at all. I just do it like for myself. Yeah, but like our family's religious. That's true. That's true. You're, I mean, yeah, your parents are pretty religious. But yeah, if you can meditate, it's like, whoo, you're like, you're like transcendent. Um, Everyone can meditate. I started this a year ago just for me. I literally and, make so many jokes about how I hate being alone with my thoughts. And that makes me sad. Maggie, you, everyone, I want this to be a law. Everyone needs to meditate for 10 minutes. Everyone would be so much better. They would be so much calmer and cooler. <laughs> Look at me. I'm cool now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normal now. I'm not like scrambled as much. I'm going to grad school. But I'm still, so I'm still scrambled, but it's decreased. You two are going to be the most two educated people I know. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, second Maggie's whole, I hate being alone with my thoughts. And I think it's like, when I start meditating, my thoughts get really depressing. Like, I think <laughs> of like, a lot of like, worst case scenario things happening in life. And I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be here. You the circus music. <laughs> <laughs> So meditation, especially with the thoughts, it's really hard, right? And like, I still to this day, even though I've meditated for like a year now, I still have a really hard time with thoughts. Sometimes it's like really clouded my mind. Like maybe I just had a bad day and I couldn't meditate until night. And then that's when all the thoughts kind of come, right? But meditation is always about being present. It is literally not about your past or your future. It is right now and what you're doing. So you kind of have to let your thoughts like come and go. Like, yeah, they can come by and stop for a moment, but you have to release them because you still got to remember to be in your present moment, if that makes sense. So if you practice it every day, like, yeah, it's scary sitting alone with those like intrusive thoughts, but over time, you'll learn to let them go when you're sitting, playing by yourself. Damn. I should try meditation. You should. I'm afraid. What if I fall asleep? Sometimes I do, too. If I do it really late at night, like during the school year, oh, my God, yeah. It would be so bad. I would be kind of like, woo, or like, woo, <laughs> you know, but um. I don't know. You got to remember to sit up because sometimes you can lie down. Those are really good, like visual meditations, but that's the consequence of visual med meditations. You'll like maybe fall asleep. So if you sit upright and like, yeah, always check on your posture. I don't think you'll fall asleep as much. Isn't that kind of like a bonus though, falling asleep? There's like nighttime meditations that you can do like to get your breathing and then yeah. you'll slowly fall asleep. But most of them are not. Okay. <laughs> Our goal is to meditate like in the morning. The earlier, the better, because that's when your head is like very clear and the thoughts aren't as like strong, right? Yeah. So it's better to meditate in the morning. Hmm. Um. So Wanda, what is self care to you, and what do you do? Um. I cannot describe self care 
better than Christine already has. So I'll just say doing things for me. Um, but I guess like what I do following the whole like triangle of emotion, mental, emotional, mental, and physical. Um, emotionally, I just talk to people. I think that is the like I know it's self care, but like I guess I'm unloading all of my issues onto other people, and that in my definition is self care. I guess. <laughs> Um, not necessarily always to like a professional, but just like friends and family and stuff like ranting helps me emotionally get by a lot of things. Um, mentally I shop. <laughs> um, I know this is bad and like, I've been getting targeted wealth simple ads for their new podcast being like, Hey, is shopping for increasing your mental health good or bad? I'm like, wow, this is very targeted at me. Please stop attacking me like this. But, um, to an extent, like not such that I spend too much money, but like to an extent. Um, and then physically, which kind of also helps like mentally and emotionally as well, because I've mentioned this before I work out, and like when I'm at the gym, it's the time where my head's the clearest. I can like think through all my problems, all my emotions and everything. So like even though it's physical, you get a lot of the emotional and the mental benefits as well. Back beautiful. to you, Maggie. That was beautiful. Really? Uh, Shopping? <laughs> I think it's like your love language. Like yeah. I think, yeah, you know how love languages are a thing that like kind of define you and how you should receive love. You should do that for yourself. And it sounds like gift giving is your number one. No, it's, it's my last one. I'm yeah. Sorry. It, it's actually, yeah, it's kind of funny. My number, like, I don't know if this is Maggie's number one still, but my number one has always been uh, slavery or as they call it. Uh, service. Yeah, acts of service. <laughs> that's so interesting. My That's like my number four. My number one is quality time, which is why I love me time. I meditate for a living. Self-care to me, yeah, in the simplest terms, it's just giving time back to myself. Um, I I don't think, it, it's hard for me to use that triangle and all the time, like, focus on that. Because, like, like you, Christine, I've only started, like, seriously working out for the past year, I think. Or no, technically I started the gym in, like, 2018. Okay, no, let me take a step back. I think I only started to realize self-care was important until after I graduated from undergrad. And I feel like that's a really long time, but you know what, better late than never. Um, where I was like, hey, my life is in complete disarray because someone asked me what I like to do. And I was like, wait, there are things you should be doing in your life that's not going to work. And then seeing your friends and then sleeping and eating, that's it. Um, and I was like, whoa, this is, this is wild to me. But now what my self-care is, I think, yeah, working out, I think is like a time that I enjoy. I feel good about myself afterwards. Um, and I know it's bad, but honestly, going on my phone is kind of relaxing. Like watching TikToks or like like browsing Reddit or something. I feel like that's like great me time to me. I feel recharged. It's like, wow, all this time to myself. And also like being with friends. Like I think like that recharges me emotionally, like Wanda said. Love it. You said that you discovered an undergrad, which is so late. I think that's so wrong to say. You are allowed to discover and find out any time in your life. It it's totally it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, is, I don't know how to explain it, but it really it really doesn't matter. We're so young and small 
this is such a small part of our world, you know? Like you're go be free. Go live it. I feel like I would have been way more calm and composed throughout my undergrad if I knew about self-care beforehand. Because I would put off things like washing my hair or oh yeah, things like washing my hair, like taking time to like personal beauty stuff. Self-care is also like taking care of yourself, whether it be like washing your hair, watching what you eat, grooming yourself personal like I don't know trimming your to me that's also self-care too because you're like caring about how you are right physically um yeah physically I feel like that's important too and yeah like things like washing your hair I feel like that's self-care to me too like taking care of my hair and brushing your teeth because in first year of undergrad I got so many cavities because I would keep putting off because like basically I pulled so many all-nighters right and like I didn't know when I should be brushing my teeth so like I would eat throughout the night and then I'd brush my teeth in the morning and I got so many cavities, guys. Don't do that. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus, you are I pulled I pulled on nighters too, but girl, I didn't get a single cavity. Dude, I got like four cavities in my first year of university. I'm so embarrassed. Thank God for insurance. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Maggie, you were not too hot night in university. I was chaotic that's why I'm saying I wish I learned about self-care earlier on that I should come first Mm -hmm. yeah I guess you really don't think about those things like the whole like grooming yourself as you say sorry I laugh because I think grooming yourself sounds really funny and like it sounds like you're a dog and you're licking yourself but anyways um yeah like you like it's one of those things that you don't actually really think about and you don't associate to self-care and I think it's it is something that's important and it's like even getting like your haircut is something like so it's so small but like it's something that you shouldn't put off if you really want it or like brushing your hair brushing your teeth and all of that stuff yeah yeah like looks looks don't aren't super important but they still matter you know like the essential part of me it's all about taking care of yourself Aww. oh we love our self-care queen go off queens <laughs> how often i think you, everyone said that they practice like self-care kind of every day some level which some, is good. yeah yeah some some variation of it not not as much as i would like to like working out i wish i did that more because i feel really good about myself after i work out but i've been slacking lately i feel me that. too ever since our vacation i haven't touched a single kickboxing video oh i'm God. so terrible I have not lost the water weight, dude. I blame the mac and cheese. That's why I didn't need it. Just said, well said. Yeah, don't eat mac and cheese at 2 a.m., guys. You'll never bounce back. You're lactose intolerant. Yeah, that's why I'm saying you'll never bounce back. That's what I've been saying. I do more self-care for Maggie than Maggie does self-care for yourself. I try to shame Maggie into self-care sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It does not work. Okay, forget the intervention for everyone that's been bullied. But we need one for Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> How to be a better Maggie 101. Avoid dairy. <laughs> <laughs> and don't eat mac and cheese at 2 a.m. And go to bed earlier and sleep more. Oh, okay, sorry about <laughs> to get on Maggie episode. <laughs> and don't get cavities when you're doing all-nighters during your undergrad. Yeah, I wish I could go back in time and tell myself that too um okay so question i'm gonna ask this to wanda what was your breaking moment when you realized you had to change something about your lifestyle that you had to start implementing self-care i i don't know like i i don't i don't 
like remember one moment where I was just like, oh, I need to do more of this. Maybe I'll put it like probably like fourth year or fifth year when I started drinking more water. Like that's probably the moment where like something happened. Like I decided to be like healthier in general, not all that stuff. So maybe like 30, like, yeah, like end of third year, beginning of fourth year. And then like really more so in like fifth year is when I started going to the gym because like I've mentioned this before, I did not drink any water during the day, like in all of like high school and university. And then I started peeing aggressively because I did not know how bad I guess water intake affected your bladder. And I always thought that I had a great bladder because I never peed. Turns out I just never drank water. I do not have a big bladder. That is unfortunate. <laughs> Always drink water, kids. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated. What about you, Christina? Um, I guess when I was 17. Like, final year of high school. Um, I think it's probably started with, like, investing in good skincare products like I stopped buying things from Walmart which Walmart is great but I guess it's not great for my skin because I'm like Asian skin and like things like Neutrogena is like for western white people use Neutrogena yeah and like it's just it wasn't as good for my skin as I thought it'd be um so yeah I started buying things from like the face shop you know that's like a good way you're like wow this is great for my skin look at me go so I guess that was the start of it. Um, I think, yeah, I think also like, I was like, wow, we got to start exercising. Like n- there's no schedule for it. You make that schedule to exercise. And I just never did in high school. Cause I was like, why? That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. It's time to exercise my brain and my knowledge, sir. <laughs> and I'm all about that learning. Cause I'm a nerd. So yeah, I didn't, I never really did like exercise stuff until I guess 17 and it's always been an on and off journey which should be and that's okay ups and downs it should never be in linear right you're allowed to grow you're allowed to grow um and then preaching to (laughs) to myself at 17 maggie anyway (laughs) um uh when did you start meditating, I guess? Ooh, a year ago in March during quarantine, like the very start, because I was like, wow, what a very unknown time. And again, it was like when there was so much stimuli going on in our external world, and it was just so confusing. And yeah, I was finishing like my third year of university. So I also had school going on. And my brain was just exhausted all the time. And everyone says, like, meditation is good for your brain. It'll change your brain. So I downloaded Headspace. And I started doing all the exercises on there. And then slowly I've gotten to, like, throughout my fourth year of undergrad, I even started, like, doing guided meditations, which is so scary. I don't like my voice. But I still have to do it. But I'm very proud. And it's fun. yeah, I can't emphasize it enough. Everyone should meditate. It is a fun exercise to do for yourself. I think you have an ASMR voice. Like it's very I, everyone says that. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> End of sentence. <laughs> what about you, Maggie? 
Um, I feel like I've always had like breaking moments throughout my life where I was like, something's got to change. But I feel like it only really hit me like officially last year when I was like, oh my God, this is the worst my skin has ever been. This is the worst mentally I've ever been. This is the worst physically I've ever been. Something has got to change. I'm the only thing that can change that. And I think that's what started my whole, kickstarted my whole health thing. And I remember like, I was asking so many questions about how you got your health journey, Wanda, and if there are any like lessons I can learn from it. Um, and I feel like now I, I think I've become like a way better person than I was last year. So like a lot can change in a year. That's, that's pretty intense. But um, I feel like I'm, I'm always going to keep having those breaking moments where I'm going to be like, whoa, wait, something's wrong with my life. Let's do this instead. Um, and yeah, you're right, Christina. It is a journey. I wonder where my next journey will take me, hopefully to a better position. You'll but get there. You'll get there. Remember, ups and downs. We're not about that linear. That's downs. wrong. I, yeah, I really want myself to get back in control, like back in my normal routine because I love routine. I'm a creature of habit. Also, I'm stupid. So like repetition sticks in my head. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't been working out like consistently for a while. And I feel like I only really consistently work out when I'm angry. And I don't know if that's great. You should schedule it. You said you love schedules. This is me time, aka workout me time. Going to get jacked as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, another thing to note too is that like sometimes you do need workout breaks like it's they say that sometimes it's better to take like a week or like two weeks off if you're just like really not feeling it it's better for like your own like self-care also better for your muscles long-term growth and all that stuff so it's like if you're really not feeling it it might be better for you just to take time off and then like slowly ease yourself back into it to make you realize like why you started this in the first place it was beautiful. Yeah, intuition is so important and we need to listen to our minds and our heart, whatever that it's desire it. thing is. I don't want to listen to anything going no, on. No, Maggie. Okay, this is another self-care thing. Self-care with Christina. Stop talking mean to yourself. Maggie, I'm looking at you. Okay, Maggie says these things like, for example, like if I'm hanging out with her for an hour, minimum six times, she's like, I would die for Taylor Swift. And I'm like, girl, we can't say these things. She's like, I would die for Taylor Swift. If not, I'm going to kill myself. I'm like, no, we can't. No, you need to talk to yourself like you are your own friend or maybe you're like a little child. You wouldn't say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all these things for you because forever and always and if you don't like it then I'm gonna run away forever we know we don't do these things to our friends so why would you put that pressure on yourself she has said that she would die for me but like then she took it back so I like I this don't is know. not healthy <laughs> talk for yourself like, you need to be kind I'll talk when it comes down to it I don't know if I would actually die for Taylor Swift See, why are you saying these things then? Maggie, you can't. I have to leave. I don't know. Where else will will we make jokes from? This is all that our humor is. <laughs> no. <laughs> we need to be kind. to input anymore. We need to be nice to ourselves. We, you wouldn't say these things to your best friend. Do you ever feel selfish when you do self-care? Like putting your needs first or anything? Like, how do you feel like it impacts your family, like people around you, your significant other? Like, how do you guys approach this? 
Um, so Christine, I'll start with you. Uh, it's hard. I am defined, I guess, as an empath and also kind of like a people pleaser. So especially like during like the school year and stuff, like I feel like I put the cares of others first and I kind of accidentally forget about myself and my self-care, which is very unfortunate. Like I don't, that's not ever my goal. It's just something that happens, right? There's so much going on during the freaking school year. <laughs> so um, yeah, sometimes like I just have to tell my friends and like, listen, like I think I just need some me time. Like I just need to, I don't know, play piano or I need to take a nice long shower. You know, I need to recharge on my own because yeah, I'm also an introvert. So I really appreciate the time that I have for myself. But in order to do that, I need to make room for myself. So yeah, you shouldn't feel bad about like canceling plans or like just saying no to something. You're allowed to say no. Um, Wanda, how do you feel? I mean, like, I love the saying no and canceling plans because I do do that quite a bit, uh, where I will make plans where I was in a better mood. And then when the plans actually come up, I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and then I pretty like quickly cancel or I try like, or I try to make it. I'm like, Oh, like we can do this another time or whatever. Um, but like, I rarely feel bad about taking time for myself like I am so we did a dark personality test um, which I've gotten Maggie to do as well and apparently I'm very narcissistic so it kind of makes sense on why I would not feel bad about taking time for myself um, I know Jordan at times um, he's like what the heck because I'll be like well I don't know if I could uh, come see you for this long because like gyms aren't open there and I really need to go to the gym so I'm like oh I don't really know which one I want to do like do I really want to see you or like but I have to give up time at the gym so I'm not really sure anyways mm -hmm. he gets kind of mad at that <laughs> um but like jokingly I think um so it's like yes I try to balance it such that it's not all about me and I'm not like being like me 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 all the time but then like at the same time I don't feel bad if I'm taking time off for me and saying no to other people for me yeah and, and you shouldn't feel bad like you are like checking in on yourself you're like how do I feel and why don't I really feel good and what do I need to do in order to you know get out of this not fun brain state yeah you're allowed to you're allowed to say no. Thanks for enabling me. <laughs> I'm going to bring up this clip when I cancel on everything else in the future. <laughs> just at this point, she's not even texting. She's just sending the video clip of me yeah. saying, you're allowed to say no. That's funny. I think we had like a couple plans this week too, Wanda, and you were like, I'm really not feeling it anymore. I hope that they cancel. I I feel how do you feel? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Thank you for asking. I was just going to get into it. Oh my God. I love when people ask. Um, I feel like a little bit selfish at times when I want to put myself first. Um, because I feel like when there's times where my family is in like turmoil or something and like, I don't know, not to toot my own horn. I feel like I'm the more like responsible one in my family. Um, but I feel like, I feel like I'm kind of an asshole if I'm putting myself before my family. Like if there's like, obviously, I want to spend time to relax and just do things my own or, like, go hang out with my friends or something. 
But if like my mom or my brother needs something, I will put them first. So I'm coming with you, Christina, which is why it's so relatable. Middle children here. Um, and I think it it takes a while. Like it, I think it's really about like prioritizing. Like, okay, can can I time manage this? Is this something I can say no to? Um, is this something that like really uh, like they need me to do? Or should I put myself first and say no? Um, also, yeah, saying no is part of self-care, I think. Like Wanda said. Canceling. Like me said. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. My bad, my bad. I'll take the credit. <laughs> I am the clips. That's my bad, that's my bad. Saying no is self-care. I like that Christina literally just said it. <laughs> yeah, Wanda said it. <laughs> I feel like self-care is is pretty important and it's hard to forget. But maybe in a way it's do you think I feel like it's almost a privilege like because we're all three of us are in like kind of a fortunate situation like we don't have to I don't know we weren't impacted very very hard by COVID like we're not super struggling compared to everyone else so maybe we're in a good position where we can focus on self-care yeah I mean like the pandemic did like both sides of the pandemic like one side of course we have people who have lost their jobs who have lost people to like covid and like all that stuff but then on the other side there are a lot of people who have like shined i want to say because of the pandemic they got to spend more time with their family they got to get spend more time on themselves um they were able to change jobs work from home just like all of that stuff that has like really helped them develop like more self-care for themselves like cooking and all that stuff so like it really sucks because like in the last year like so much tragedy has happened but at the same time a lot of people have discovered how important self-care is for themselves so I don't think we should like discredit our like just because we are privileged to be at home and working at home and stuff I don't think we should discredit our like struggles too that's a good point and again, speaking from my experience, don't cancel me. This is not everyone. <laughs> I mean, don't cancel. Yeah, it kind of sucks that like this pandemic ha- has definitely changed the course of work for for work from home and like how every, every workplace is going to approach work from home or remote working and self-care. But academia hasn't and it feels like it's gotten worse. Um, so pros and cons of being a nerd, guys. Really evaluate if you want to pursue higher education. <laughs> don't (laughs) that's the overall message um okay so our last question here um questions for how to do self-care do you guys do any hobbies do you have any advice for people um i don't know what's what's your go-to advice for people if they want to get started for self-care yeah go for hobbies go learn something like uh, yeah especially our society we're so focused on like academia learning we don't really spend the time on learning like actual fun things that we can do in real life. Like I, during the quarantine, I also picked up knitting. Like why would I pick up knitting? But I love knitting. I'm a grandma now and I don't care if you make fun of me. I think it's like a great stimuli for my brain and also like I love the rewarding feeling of when I finished and I can give a scarf to someone. I have been making scarves left and right and center maybe a hat every once in a while but like it's very rewarding to like give to your mom or your friends so yeah pick up a fun hobby don't just mentally say like oh I want to 
oh, I, I would love to start planting and then don't plant. That's not, don't just say things. You got to take action and do them. And it'll be fun times. Yeah, act on your whims. That's what it is. That sounds so fun. I mean, we've been talking about knitting for a while. You need to teach me, Christina. Yeah, we'll do some things soon. Okay, how about you, Wanda? I think it's like, on the whole, like, being able to say no, but at the same time being able to say yes. Like, yes to trying something new yes to hang out with your friends and yes to like just saying yes sometimes like what is that movie like the yes man or something how so many opportunities opened up for him because he just kept on saying yes to everything um that but also at the same time like if you are like scared to do something that is for yourself like try doing it with a friend or like a family member or something it like a lot of things become a lot less scary when you are in it together like I personally do not really like trying new things but if I'm trying new things with someone else I find the experience a lot more enjoyable and actually enjoy trying new things in that regard yeah and that totally like elevates your friendships to like next level that's that's beautiful I love that I'm so introverted I just do things for myself (laughs) That's. I think that's why I haven't started knitting with Maggie. I'm so invested in knitting for me. <laughs> um, yeah, my answer is like, like both of what you guys said is very beautiful. I think because I'm an ambivert, like I'm both equally extroverted and introverted. I think. Um, I I strongly resonate with what Wanda said, like saying yes to things because usually I like to stay in my comfort zone, and I think. I have to credit Wanda for like pushing me out of my comfort zone. Um, but also I need to remind myself to say no a lot. And I don't know, I think Christina's thing, like stay introverted, like do whatever is best for you. So I'm going to steal both your answers. Oh, plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse. <laughs> so question of the week. What is your favorite self-care? Give us some advice below. But also, what do you think of our advice? We're not professionals, again, for the hundredth time, because I can't emphasize that enough. But let us know what your favorite self-care things are and why. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I would like to try more things for self-care because I love nothing more in the world more than me. Yeah, I agree. I love in the world more than you. <laughs> I know I, you haven't. I like that comment. I, I appreciate that comment, what she just said. I, I like that one. <laughs> Before we close off, though, we want to give a big thanks to Christina for joining us today and giving and imparting all of her wisdom onto us and the audience. We love you. We thank you. You self-care queen. Thanks for thank you us. for this award. I would like to thank my mom and my dad. I'd like to thank um, the Academy. I'd love to thank the pod for not only letting me be a guest star, but for me being a producer of this beautiful institution. And I'd like to thank myself. <laughs> no, you know what? Self-care episode. Thank yourself. You know, I want someone to go on an Academy Award. They win it and they're like, you know what? I want to thank myself for doing the best that I could. 
Yeah, no one else. Shout out to me. I'm the real homie. Yeah, period. Just me. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Go like us and follow us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Go follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And then join us again next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye.